0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. Adam Glenn, how you doing,
1: my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for the uh, top ten stories of the week. It was a fun week in celebrity news. Interesting week. It wasn't like boring. It wasn't anything too crazy, but it was stories that I'm interested in. You're gonna like this top, uh, the top ten stories of the week right now. How you doing, Dex?
0: I'm doing good. I can't complain. I like going into the weekend feeling, you know, a little informed. I think that's the one thing I get from most people is they're like, "Thank you for just giving us this like 20 minutes of." Feeling informed, knowing all the stories without having to read all the different blogs and websites. So, we're here to give you guys the Cliff Notes version. Uh, before we get started, let's read a couple of reviews to say thank you to people for taking the time. All right, we got this one from. What is it? Joe? Jove 1975. I love this podcast. Five stars. I am so excited about this podcast. Dax and Adam deliver all the Hollywood drama and gossip, but with the humor and respect. Love you guys and Hollywood Raw. Joanne in Sacramento. Thank you, Joanne. I appreciate it. Joanne,
1: very sweet of her. Very nice. Keep the reviews coming. What's the next, Dax? One. We got another one?
0: Yep. got uh, Got three right here. This one comes from Rose in Texas looks like hollywood raw five stars i love this podcast heard them being interviewed on juicy scoop recently and had to tune in they tell interesting stories let their guests talk and are funny too i appreciate that they don't beg for patreon money like some of the other pods do
1: (laughs) no you're right we don't do that we beg for (laughs) reviews but not patreon we don't ask for your money listen we exactly
0: (laughs) Thank you, Rose. And then the last one comes from Kelsey Fam. Love, love, love. Five stars. Just started listening to this podcast after they were on Juicy Scoop. Now it's definitely one of my favorites. Love it. Kelsey from Oregon. Well, thank you to all three of you for leaving those reviews. Let's jump into the Raw Rundown. Coming in at number
1: 10. Uh,
0: Demi Lovato goes public with her new. Oh, damn it. I already messed it up, Adam. This the pronoun thing. It gets me every time. No, she changed De- her pronouns. She did.
1: She's back Ugh. to regular. Yeah, she. Demi Lovato no. is back now to she/her.
0: We did do that on last week's rundown, did? We? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Her. Pro- you could but say no, she/her now. The whole the whole news story on People Magazine. They refer to Demi as they there. So they it like it like screwed me up thinking oh god I'm doing it wrong
1: (laughs) I think everyone's scared they don't want to offend her
0: they don't want to mess it up but Demi uh stepped out with the new boyfriend is that a good way to say it too with the new boyfriend yeah
1: yeah yeah (laughs) is that how he identifies Uh, yeah
0: Jutes, I think, is how you say his name. He's a musician. Uh, there had been a lot of rumors for some time that the two of them were together, and this is kind of like the first photos confirming that um, that they are together. They're holding hands, and uh, I guess apparently, to people very close to her, and this is what people said, uh, that it is a very happy and healthy relationship. He is a super great guy, according to them. Uh, but they were photographed in New York on Tuesday, leaving Lavo. Uh, have you been to Lavo, by the way? i have yeah
1: nah i mean listen it had its time it's a little bit outdated at no one really i'm surprised they actually went there because nobody really goes there anymore it was cool for a little bit but not you know it's a downstairs lounge but this guy is a little bit like i saw the videos of them coming out he's a little handsy you could tell he's like you know he's a cool dude but he's like too cool where he's always
0: when you say handsy do you mean like with the paparazzi or like he's lovey-dovey with her
1: Lovey, like, kind of like when she's walking through the crowds, he's kind of guiding her and kind of like, all right, we're too cool for the the fans. Like, all right, let's keep it moving. Like, gotcha. I haven't
0: seen I don't anyone know. wear one of those kangaroo, like, furry bucket hats in a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, back. he's a cool dude. You know, this is the type of guy I thought she'd probably end up with. If I had to paint a picture of a mm-hmm. guy that she was going to end up with, this would be the guy.
0: I mean, definitely the neck tattoos and face <laughs> yeah. tattoo. Like, it makes sense. I. I I see them being together.
1: Yeah. Not for long, but uh, (laughs) for for right now.
0: You're such a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a fan. I'm not going to lie. I'm not
1: a fan. (laughs) All right. Number nine.
0: Number nine, Bob Odenkirk has an emotional message to his fans on the final season finale, or the series finale of uh, Better Call Saul. He uploaded a a two-minute clip or so on social media, just kind of thanking everyone, saying that, you know, it's because of them that Better Call Saul even got a life. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously you had Breaking Bad, and this was a spinoff from Breaking Bad, but he just says. Everyone's been asking me how I feel about saying goodbye to Sal Goodman and Better Call Saul, and i whoa, that was a loud motorcycle. Sorry about that. And I am not good at answering the question because it's frankly hard for me to look at that experience and even at that character too closely. But you can go watch his whole message. Uh, You know, you can definitely tell that he is very appreciative of that opportunity and being given that role. If I remember correctly, he did win an Emmy for it. Um, So it's it's been very positive in his life.
1: Yeah, I think it's a nice, sweet thing for him to do. I think it's nice. It's cool. It's uh, I like that. Like he's appreciative. I like an actor who like goes out of the way to show how much they appreciate. And again, this was the show was a huge success. I think a lot of people were kind of suspect of the show when it first came out, but the fans loved obviously Breaking Bad, which created this show. And it's nice to see Bob Odenkirk who's had like a really insane career like working at SNL and like you know, he's had like the journeyman career where he's always done well with everything he's done, but this was obviously a job or a gig for him that really took his career to the next level, and you could just, I feel like in this post, you could feel like how appreciative he is, if yep. that makes sense. Uh,
0: no, totally agree, totally agree. I mean, Breaking Bad put him on another level, and then this show, even a higher level, because he wasn't just a supporting actor, and then he became the actor.
1: Yes, all right, number eight, this is an interesting story.
0: Number eight, Ezra Miller apologizing for all of his crazy behavior over the last year. Plus, he is now getting treatment, which we've been saying for a while. This guy needed some mental health treatment. Um, So basically, he released a statement, or at least through his rep, saying, Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I'm suffering complex mental health issues and I have begun ongoing treatment. Uh, I guess that uh, statement went out to Variety via one of his reps. He then went on to say, I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing necessary work to get back to healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. Uh, If you remember, I mean, it's just been one thing after another with him. Every week, yeah. Like, we have talked about him so much on the Raw Rundown just because it's like, Here's another Ezra Miller story. You know, he was arrested in March in Hawaii for that disorderly conduct, and he pled no contest to that. Then he was accused of allegedly throwing a chair at a woman, um, and being the subject of a ten nine one one emergency calls in less than a month in the same state. Three months later, he was accused of grooming a teenager in a cult-like behavior. Uh, He was also, in the same month, accused of housing three young children and their mother at a weapon-filled farm in Vermont. Uh, And then I, I remember there was one, oh, he was charged with burglary after allegedly stealing alcohol from a home in Vermont. I mean, it's just, he is spinning out of control. So thank God the guy finally realized that this is not healthy He's going to end his career with all this wildness, so he is going to get himself some help and uh, hopefully he can kind of straighten his life back out.
1: So here's the thing, there's, obviously this is a good story. He's like yeah. trying to get better and put himself in a great state. However, there's, you know, the thing people need to realize, this is show business. There, there's a movie coming out that he's in, that he's involved in that cost a lot of money. Like they put out all this money for this movie and they don't want to can this movie because of this guy's behavior. Like that, they're they're going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars because of because he's the way wild. He, he's insane. I mean, I mean, I should say insane. I mean, he's obviously has some issues. Um, but he's so wait go- wait.
0: So are you saying you think it's the movie studio behind this saying, Ezra, go get yourself some help, or you won't get back end money or something they're holding over his head?
1: I would say that they. Here's my. Yeah, here's, I don't want to say guess, but here's what I'm thinking. I think the, the studio kind of put water on this fire for as long as they could. And then eventually got to a point like, we, like, what are we supposed to do? We're not going to bury the movie. We can't, we can't. We already put too much money into this. So we need to make this work. And with that said, we will put even more money into kind of helping you out with your issues. Because they need this money to come. They need this movie to come out because there's so much money behind it. There's so much money to be made. But there's also a lot of money already invested into this project.
0: Yeah. Dang. Crazy. Put He put them in a, a weird, really weird <laughs> yeah. spot for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Number right. seven.
0: Number seven, <laughs> T.I. allegedly punched one of the chain smokers right in the face after he went to go kiss him on a cheek. So <laughs> I thought this was really funny. So uh, Drew and um, what's the other guy's name from the chain smokers?
1: Uh, Drew Alex, and Alex, uh, right? Uh, Alex, yes. It's so so Alex. they
0: went and they, they've got a TikTok page and they posted on Tuesday this video of the two of them, I guess, documenting an encounter with T.I., they, they said, you know, when T.I. goes, when meeting T.I. goes wrong. And so it's a video of them kind of like going to pose for a photo. And then it cuts off and cuts back to them in the car. And they're detailing this whole incident went that went down. So basically what happened was Drew said, you know, I was feeling the vibe way too hard. <laughs> and he went and he kissed T.I. on the cheek right after the photo. And T.I. was like, w- w- what are you doing? Don't do that. Pushed him, allegedly pushed him off and then like punched him in the face he said it and uh you know they went on to say that it was the weirdest interaction they've had however they did completely take responsibility <laughs> say it was totally my fault i shouldn't have kissed him um it i just was all wrapped up in the moment and i gotta I think he also probably thought like i'm a fan like i'm a celebrity like we can do kind of s- stuff like this and ti was not feeling it and uh, i guess he said he's totally fine the punch in the face was all good but all alleged so Uh, Nevertheless, still kind of funny to hear it all go down.
1: Yeah, it's – I mean, obviously, I think it's cool that they admitted fault. They're like, listen, I was being an asshole. I think they were just trying to see how far they could get away with it. And, listen, T.I. reacted, and I think they're they're obviously chill now. I do have a T.I. story. So, T.I. was at the Comedy Cellar in New York City two weeks ago about that. Goes on stage, and then the Comedy Cellar – if people don't know, is one of the most exclusive clubs in the world. Uh, you know, there's always celebrity pop-ins. The stars go on stage, but these are like legit comedians that go on stage, like a, a Chris Rock, a Dave Chappelle, people along those of that star power. Okay, Ti has been sort of messing doing stand-up, and Ti goes on stage, and he goes on stage as Tip Harris. Now, probably about twenty percent of the crowd knows who he is. The rest of the people are like, "All right, who's we? We are expecting a comedian." And he went on and tried to do stand-up and he's been dabbling in it a little bit. And I don't think... The
0: fact that you said tried to do stand-up makes me already realize it did not go well.
1: It did not go well. I think, you know, he was expecting the crowd to everyone know who he was and the whole crowd, not everyone knew who he was. And, uh, you know, they wanted a stand-up comic and he just bombed. And he also, from what I was told, because I wasn't there, but this is from my source, that he kind of went on with like the personality like I'm a rapper I'm cool and then he started to like realize he was bombing and then it turned to like an awkward TED talk where like he's (laughs) you know (laughs) that
0: is the last thing that you would want when you go to a comedy show you're just like bro I just want to laugh like yeah at the end of the day just make me laugh don't give me a TED talk
1: yeah and that's what happened like I think what they were saying he was battling like being this cool guy that he's supposed to be when he's a rapper to being this like guy who's sort of like can take a joke on stage. I don't know, but he just didn't do well. He was on stage between like seven to 10 minutes and bombed. And um,
0: That's my worst fear being up on stage and like, no, okay. My two worst fears, singing in public, fuck that. And the other one would be just being up there and like, it just all falling apart in front of my eyes and being like, this is the most awful feeling ever.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's your life. Though, but I mean, yeah. it's your thing. T.I. wanted his trying to stand up, you know. and Again, it's not easy. I think he's learning the hard way. So, T.I. bombing at the comedy show. All right. What's next?
0: Uh, number six, Kanye West displaying all of his clothes, his new Yeezy Gap clothes in trash bags. So, this is kind of funny, but there was a, a post that went super viral, uh, or you know, li- liked by over 57,000 people. So, Gap employees were told to put out these giant, like, black trash bags full of Yeezy Gap clothes, and he didn't want them on the hangers. Apparently, he, like, they hung him on the hangers, and he was like, no, 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 no. I just want them in the bags on the on the floor of the store, and that's it. And apparently, the employees of Gap can't even, like, dig through to help you find your size. They just have to be like, there's the bag. Go find your size. Go dig through if they fall on the floor, whatever. And keep in mind, this is like $200 sweatshirts and stuff that are being sold in trash bags, all wrinkly and nasty. But you know what? Kind of love it.
1: You know, so Kanye West did an interview with Fox News, and they did it at the Gap location in Times Square. And he says, I quote, I'm an innovator. I'm not here to sit up and apologize for my ideas. That's exactly what the media tries to do, make us apologize for any idea that doesn't fall under exactly the way they want us to think. And I have to agree with Kanye a little bit. Like, listen, he's trying to be – he's an innovator. He's doing something fun, cool, and interesting, and I, I agree with him. Like, I, I it's just, unique. I
0: think it's so smart. Like, look at this. This is such a perfect publicity stunt because it's so out of the norm. It's so Kanye, and it's wild, and now everyone's talking about it. It makes me want to go dig through a trash bag just to be like, what what's in there? I don't know. Yeah. There's something about it that I think is brilliant and I love, Um, and I think that that's why him and Kim worked so well for so long was because they're both like out of like made out of the same cloth in regards to publicity and hyping up their stuff. And they think outside the box where no one else does.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's great publicity. I actually agree with them doing something a little bit different. And uh, it makes it a little bit of a different shopping experience, especially when it comes to that cost of clothing. I don't know. I think it's overall pretty cool. And I, I think it's cool that Kanye actually didn't interview and spoke about it and didn't apologize for it either.
0: Absolutely. Hold on. I had to unplug my little mini fridge, sorry. <laughs> Alright. Uh number <laughs> a
1: lot of noise. Jeez. Number five.
0: Alright, number five. Rachel Bilson had something to say about Bill Hader, her ex-boyfriend. Uh she basically revealed what she misses most about him, and I can quote and say his big dick.
1: Dax. No, really. What did she say? No, you just want to say dick. No, I'm kidding. Uh,
0: no, uh, she fully said his big dick. So yeah, no. <laughs> she was doing her podcast um, and she had, uh, I think it was the August 15th episode of uh, Broad Ideas with Rachel Bilson. And she was talking about their breakup. And the question got asked you, like, what do you miss most about him? And she said his big old wiener. And she said, you can keep that. Oh, that's funny. And cut. <laughs> yeah but uh you know she hasn't held back from talking about him on and off on her on our podcast back in june she had a she had aubrey plaza on and she said her and bill dated two years ago and when aubrey made it clear that their former romance was news to her she was like We went to the fucking Golden Globes together. Like, everyone knew we were together. Um, And then she had also had Mandy Moore on the podcast. And during that chat, uh, she said that it was really a hard breakup. And, you know, she had to do this during the pandemic without, you know... it It was just really rough for her. So, I like her honesty. I like when people... I got to imagine Bill sitting back just kind of giggling to himself. Because it's not like she said, oh, I hated him. She's like, he's got a big wiener. So you know what, what though not to appreciate after those comments
1: but i remember when it's like the nice way of breaking up with someone you know ariana grande said that about pete davidson and it's just like it's it's like that nice way of like oh no he's a really good guy he's got a big penis and you think as a guy you're gonna like oh, pete's like now i gotta live up to the expectation because i'm not well pete says he's not that big <laughs> so it's um it, it, it was like a funny hey i'm a cool chick i could bring up Penis, and then it doesn't look bad for Bill. However, he's going to now have to do an interview and address it. So it's sort of like uh, I don't want to talk about happening. But a big does he wiener.
0: really have to address it? Could he just be like, "It is what it is"?
1: He's going to have to make a joke. He's going to have to address it. So you put you actually put the attention on him. So it kind of sucks in a way. It's good, but there You're is the some first
0: person to ever say it sucks that a woman said you got a big wiener
1: because no one will ever say that to me. So I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> 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 I don't. Know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have to worry ever about that uh, yeah. statement. So. All
0: right. We're ending on that because that was hilarious.
1: <laughs> number, number four. Number
0: four. Uh, Christine Quinn officially leaving selling sunset, Uh, you know, she's been on the past five seasons of that Netflix reality show Uh, Page six has confirmed that she will no longer be on there Um, I guess she has other bigger plans and her rep said that she wants to do stuff like catwalks in New York Milan and Paris Um, And apparently that she knew this day would come she's proud of the work she put in to making selling sunset a success But uh, she could even see herself phasing out uh, of the cast even before they began filming seasons four and five, according to one source. Uh, And then the source added that her goals are far bigger than playing a villain on an ensemble reality show. She can't wait to start the next chapter of her career and the show would... See the uh, sorry, and the world would see who she truly is. Um, Yeah,
1: she's been working on this for a while. She's been doing a lot of setup paparazzi shots, she's been doing some podcasts lately. Like, she's been the announcement obviously just came this week, but she's been teeing for this the last two, three weeks. I'd say, easily.
0: Do you see her doing runways?
1: She, I, um, I almost
0: feel like she wears too much makeup to be like a runway model, if that makes sense. I
1: Yeah, listen, that's what she wants to do, and she's going to go for it. But right now, she uses the streets as a runway, doing a set of paparazzi shots. And a photographer on the street, a paparazzi, says, Hey, it's, here's an easy shot of this girl who's going to pose for me wearing crazy outfits. Right now, it's working for her. However, is it going to work on runway? That's due to be determined. Hmm.
0: All right. Very good.
1: Number three.
0: Number three, Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, getting married this weekend, and the officiant has been revealed. It's going to be Jay Shetty. You know Jay Shetty. I do. Massive, massive podcast star. He does his show on purpose. Um, I've... I mean, his show is huge, and he's had massive stars on, like Kobe, Will Smith, Gwyneth Paltrow, J-Lo was on there. But apparently, J-Lo is very good friends with Jay Shetty, and so he has been invited to their Georgia wedding this weekend. Uh, Page Six learned that, and so I guess their friendship goes way back. So he was invited to marry the two of them, which, you know, it's funny when people have, like, A wedding and then, like, continue it. So, like, I feel like we've already talked about their wedding. We've already seen photos of their wedding, but now they want it to be, like, a more extravagant event where they have lots of family and friends. And, you know, I saw Jimmy Kimmel's going to be there and Matt Damon. I mean, the list goes on and on and on on of all the people that have been invited to this wedding.
1: Listen, this is a great thing for Jay Shetty because... We know who Jay Shetty is, but a lot of people don't know who Jay Shetty is. So for this guy, he's like, wow, I get to promote my podcast? Like, that's what I would do while doing the wedding. I would say, hey, by the way, if you guys love this, check out my podcast every week on iTunes. Um, (laughs) If you think I
0: did a good job up here, please leave me a review on my (laughs) on-purpose iTunes page.
1: I'm surprised. Listen, I get Jay Shetty because you want to make it, you know, purposeful and mission-based and, you know, very nice. But I'm surprised they didn't have someone like... Matt Damon, or even Jimmy Kimmel do it because he can make it fun and interesting, make it a party. Um, Dude, but again, Jimmy the real Kimmel winner is Jay be, Shetty.
0: Jimmy Kimmel would be such a great person to marry. He'd be like, so you know good. Not to marry, but to marry yeah. you, um, I, I think would be really fun. Like he, he Just cracking jokes and having everyone laugh, he would be great at that.
1: He would be so good. All right, number two.
0: Number two, Nicki Minaj going after Kevin Federline. So you remember we talked about this last week. Kevin Federline released uh, some videos of uh, his ex-wife Britney Spears appearing to yell at their sons. And Nicki Minaj did not think that was very funny. Um, She basically went on her amp radio show, uh, Queen Radio. And said, do you understand what kind of clown you have to be? A whole grown fucking man. As you know, you see somebody happy and getting married and moving on and being free and feeling good in their own skin to do the very thing that you know is going to attempt to break them down. Going to the media. And, you know, she obviously has dealt with that in her past. People that she's dated with then go to the media and start talking. And so I think that she has a personal vendetta with that, you know what i'm saying? Like she she understands how hurtful that can be. So she's going after him. She said only cowards use the media against a famous person who they once loved, they procreated with, they're being taken care of by, they once were being taken care of. So, uh clearly not happy with Kevin Federline.
1: Yeah, she really went in on him. Uh part of me think I at first when I th- thought about this and I read the story I was like oh here's Nicki Minaj putting out a PR thing so she could get in with Britney Spears because it would be great for Nicki and Britney to team up but then after reading what she had to say I was like you know what she I don't disagree with it it's a very difficult situation and we really don't know exactly what's been going on there but she did not say I don't disagree with what she said in a way
0: yeah I don't either I think I think it was a low blow by him. I think he's probably frustrated because he hasn't been able to speak up. So in his mind, he's like, I need, just need to let the world know what we've been through. But at the same time, it's like, so Kevin, I, you know, the, the world, I don't think the world wants to see that side at the yeah. end of the day.
1: No, yeah. it's uh, the curtains too revealed. And it was it was a like tough story to read. It, I understand for Kevin it, speaking up, by the way. Like, I understand. He's like, listen, I need to speak because you know what, I'm getting a been hit.
0: It would have been different if it came directly from one of the kids but it because it came from kevin it looks like a bitter jealous ex but if it was one of her sons who said i want to speak i want to put out my truth i think the world would have taken a little better all right let's move
1: on yeah wait before we get to the first story of the week we have this private facebook group which uh you know we have to like we basically talk about a lot of stories that we don't put on air and you know our number six story is about the Kanye West trash bag story of him being in New York. And I have a wild story. Can I should I tell the story on the podcast? No, Even
0: leave it for the the private Facebook group. You already put it in there. So then, like, what would be the point of joining the group?
1: Okay, so go to our Facebook page. Actually, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram at Hollywood Raw Pod. Follow us on Instagram. We're also we have this Facebook group where we actually put out stories that we don't necessarily talk on the podcast. Sometimes for legal reasons sometimes yeah. because well, we just want to be the first to tell you to, but get, there, pretty,
0: to get there <laughs> yeah. you find the hollywood raw page and then there's a subgroup the private group that's called off the record that's the one you have to join that's the one we're interacting with people and that's where adam is posting his juicy stories that we can't talk about here on air
1: yeah so join that i got a great kanye west story that's fun interesting and just pretty wild all right the number one story of the week dax what is it
0: All right. Number one story of the week is Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's 2016 airplane fight, uh, you know, detailed in FBI documents that People magazine got their hands on and talked and revealed basically everything that went down. You know, so a lot of this information had already previously been out. Um, This incident where he was allegedly drunk, Uh, him and Jolie got into an argument on the plane in front of the kids, Um, but the the documents go on to say that, you know, basically that there was tension between her and, and Pitt and that the actions that day made her feel like a hostage on the plane. He allegedly grabbed her, shook her, pushed her into a wall, and punched the plane ceiling. When um, Then she said it appeared like he was going to attack one of the children's for calling him a prick. During the dispute, Jolie admitted to wrapping her arms around Pitt's neck in a choke-like hold. Um, and that she said that Pitt was becoming a monster and he ranted on the plane and mimicked the behavior of a monster and screamed at them. She and the kids were shell-shocked during the flight and said that that Jolie, who added that she was frozen and scared and didn't know what to do in the moment, and that he caused approximately $25,000 in damages to the plane with red wine stains and claimed that Pitt poured a beer on her at one point. Uh, But here's the thing. So these documents came out because an anonymous Jane Doe requested the FBI documents about the plane be released uh, under the Freedom of Information Act amid this ongoing custody battle that they're having. We find out that Jane Doe is actually Angelina Jolie. Wow. so in... In my mind, she's just trying to trash him even more because they both knew what was in these documents. So it wasn't like she needed them to be released. She is a part of it. She just had them released to make him look worse in the public. Interesting. That's a wild story. I mean... It is a wild story. Yeah. To think like these two were so in love and now what brought them together is also like that passion is also what's fueling this like hatred towards each other. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, and you know, at the end of the day, poor kids because they now have to read all this crap and they have to probably go to school and deal with all their friends being like, Hey, so I saw your mom release the documents. I didn't realize that was so nuts.
1: I just don't know how this story ends. I mean, how do you solve it? How do you make it cool? Will it ever be cool? I'm very curious right. like what, what what I'm would make cool. them basically just sign the papers and live their lives how do you kind of how do you make it normal I don't, I don't, livable. I don't know
0: you just need to get to a place where you can survive survive and your kids can thrive.
1: Oh, man. Well, that's uh, that's our top 10 stories of the week here at the Hollywood Raw Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Hollywood Raw Pod. We also have a TikTok. We have a Facebook. Uh, we have that private Facebook group we were talking about and uh, Twitter. Run it all. We have new episodes every week, every Wednesday. Actually, this week coming up, we have a great episode. Can I say who it's with?
0: Sure. Well, I, uh, I don't know. Are we going to release it this week?
1: Yeah, I think so. Let's wait. Okay, <laughs> but it's a really good interview. <laughs> just in case, um, so I
0: know we had like some really good paparazzis that wanted to come on. We had some another good celeb. We had a couple other celebs that are just trying to lock yeah. out the schedule. So like, let's wait just in case okay. we catch it
1: up. sounds good. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Find me at, at Adam Glenn. Find Dax Holt at Dax Holt H O L T. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.
0: A hood at media production.